A lot of people think that keto means you can eat as much as you want, and that's why it appeals to people who are carb addicts because they can't stop eating carbs all day because carbs are addictive mostly, but then now they're eating hamburgers all day or sausage or bacon. That's a lot of calories you're gonna gain weight. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. What's up, people? Welcome back to Black Butt Beauty Radio. I've got another unplugged episode to share with you right now. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, Unplugged is a new series that I've launched under Black Butt Beauty Radio, which is essentially ongoing conversations with guests who have already been on the podcast. And you know, the reason for this is because they are such powerful thought leaders and experts, and they have so much to share um, that I just want to keep talking to them and sharing their mental frameworks, their strategies, their insights, um, their ideas, their new findings, all of that with you in support of you, you know, optimizing this life that you're living from a state that feels really good and allows you to continue pursuing this kind of peak expression in your life. That's what this podcast is all about. Okay. So today's unplugged guest is my friend, Julie Keen. Julie Keen is a clinical nutritionist and she's an absolute badass in the field of nutrition and health. She's been on the podcast twice before. She was episode 12 and 32, and both those episodes were such hits. You guys are so rich in knowledge when it comes to diet, nutrition, biology, um, you know, all, all related to food and health. But you're also going to get background on Julie, you know, how she came to be such an expert in this field and, um, you know, what really drives her, what inspires her, all that good stuff. So definitely take those in if you have not already. This episode is such a wonderful, fun summer deep dive conversation into biology, into nutrition, nutrigenomics, you know, how our food really does affect our entire well-being. We talk about the microbiome. We talk about the keto diet. You know, is a keto diet good for women? Is it not? We talk about body composition, actually dieting down, which means like cutting calories. Is there a time for that? If so, when is it, you know, essential to implement? We talk about sugar and how disruptive it is on health. We talk about the food system. I mean, we get down on so many topics in term, you know, in the areas of nutrition and and health as Julie and I do. We have incredible talks all the time off the podcast. So it's just rad to have her back on. She's such a wealth of knowledge and it was just, it was fun to go down this um, conversation with her. Ooh, one last thing before I hit play. I'm really excited about a specific area of our conversation, which was comprehensive blood labs. And the reason for this, you guys, is because I really believe, and I'm not, it's, I don't stand alone on this thought that, you know, doing comprehensive blood lab is really the future of health. You know, it's really getting factual, you know, a, a factual understanding of what's going on in your body. So what's cool is that in this episode, we get down on that subject and, um, Julie has this kind of superpower as a integrative functional nutritionist where she can read the body as a system because the body is a system of systems. And so we actually pull up one of my recent,
recent comprehensive blood labs and dive into it a bit. So it's all, you know, it's a complex subject, but that's one of the great things about Julie is that she's able to distill the complexity of biology and nutrition down in a way that you can absorb and retain it. So on that note, I'm going to hit play and let you take in another epic conversation with my friend, Julie Keen. Enjoy. All right. We are recording. Julie, I'm so excited to have you back on the podcast. It's been a minute. It has been a while. Like We're, too long. Yeah. Seriously. Um, hi. Hi. How hi. are you? Well, I'm actually feeling extra good today because the sun came out. So as I was driving to you, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, give me that vitamin D. I know, we've been sun deprived here for so long. I know, and I don't like to be a weather complainer, but I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'm actually really, you know, it's funny because my geeky biology self is like, yes, I want my tan lines. Yes, I love running the beach in my bikini. But what I really, really want is that natural vitamin D because I know that that is going to just make everything perform at a more optimal state, right? Right. It's very, um, yeah, it was a very fitting thought coming to you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> true, yeah. And taking it in a supplement is one thing, but the best thing is to get it out in nature. So. Yes. And I'm just glad the sun's out there. So hopefully after this we can... Uh, Go enjoy it a little bit before it's I know, gone right? again. Seriously. And nobody feels bad for us here in LA either. When we complain about like the gloom and stuff. I know. They're like, shut <laughs> up. We you sound assholes. so silly. That's why yeah. I don't like to be a weather complainer, number one, just mm-hmm. period, because I don't like complaining. But number two, because you know, I also lived in New York for so many years and I know it's like, oh hold on, it's yeah. still <laughs> we're still good. But whatever. All that being yeah. said, I'm it's ready not what for we're it. used to. No, exactly. Right. So what's up? I feel like all of our conversations since our actual last podcast, they are always so podcast worthy. Um, so it's, ex- it's exciting to have you actually back on and record, but there's been so much happening with you in your business, your practice, your life that I, I want to tear into a little bit. Like, okay. what are you up to, Julie? Oh my God. This is, yeah, we, I feel like every, we, do you know that we've had five hour conversations on the phone? Maybe um, four and a half, I think it was. You were the only <laughs> person that I've ever clocked in. Like, what was that? But you, the funny, was, no, no, here's the craziest part. We could have kept going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got off and I was legit low blood sugar. <laughs> And I was like, my phone battery was dead, and I had I had plugged it in like an hour before we We're got off. Yeah, talks. it was You're crazy. So, uh, well, yeah. you know what? There's just such a great exchange. There's always so much, you know. There's just so much education happening and questioning. Like, mm-hmm. oh, really? Is that? Yeah, this is good for that, or I don't know. And then obviously, just checking in. I mean. You know, what I'm up to in my life, um, what you're up to, I feel like, you know, you're in the middle of writing a book right now, mm-hmm. which is so exciting. I am. I can't wait for that to come out because yeah. it's, it's kind of like, fuck yeah. You, yeah. 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 Is that I, feeling really well, good yeah, for you? I'm, and you've helped me a lot with that. Thank you. With like staying focused and not trying to make it all into one book, but making yeah. it because it's so much information that I've amassed over so many years and right. it it's. Um, writing a book is like the best thing I've ever done, but it's also, um, a lot harder than I thought it would be Sure, because I do have to pick and choose like the most important stuff to put in there Yeah, and like the way that we'll talk for that long, 
It's yeah. because you'll listen and talk about nutrition stuff for that long. <laughs> I'm like, right? can we tell me yeah. more? Please. There's not that many people who will do that because right. the eyes roll back in the head and they're like, we don't care about. Well, it's complex. Too. Yeah, like, it, it is. Not, it, it, like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's hardcore stuff. Yeah. Of. And something you said that was awesome was these are like busy parents, like how, especially when I'm looking at infant and toddler nutrition. Your books are just to right. put, put a little. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's so the book is, is geared towards um, how to Kids. feed your yeah, kids yeah. in an optimal way yeah. right? for their something health like the nutritionist guide to feeding kids yes, and then there's babies that. and toddlers and, right. and elementary school age kids and teenagers and teen athletes and because there is nothing out there that's really decent so yeah. you, you're like what's the main things that parents want to know right. and that's like oh yeah they yeah. don't need to know the metabolic pathways are the whole reasons for everything they can have basically but yeah so a lot of my book has been written for years it's just cutting away what's not going to be in the book totally um, I think that's the case with um, a lot of writers I mean um, I haven't even said this to you yet, but I'm writing a book. Uh, well, I mean, we, we've talked about like the concept of this. Obviously, I've been writing for the majority of my life. Not a novelist. Never mm-hmm. applied myself that way. But um, the actual first real idea was um, it, it came to me maybe a month ago now, which I'll share with you later. It's super exciting. Wow. Yeah, it's rad. But it's also... Um, I feel the same way where it's like, I think a lot of the book has already been written and I just need to kind of go into it and just kind of reframe it towards a specific focus that I have on this book and, and take away the unnecessary, right? So then all you have left are the most important nutrients. Uh, Oh my God. I love that. I love that. You can take that for your book. Okay. Thank you. No, I love that. Nutrient density. It's like the whole story. Yeah. So the book, my, my practice has really gotten busy because I I took uh, off in 2016. My daughter got sick and it was almost like I moved away for a year with her and got her well. And she's like doing great now. Like she's kicking butt. So I, it was almost like I the last two or three years I've been able to just go for broke and really focus on my business yeah. and uh, my practice and I have like some really cool new patients that I'm working with high level athletes I have a couple new fighters I have so people exciting. who are like getting firsts and seconds and like just kicking butt so I'm having really a lot of fun um, fine tuning their nutrition and their supplements to just like watch them and things that you know. I just know we're going to work and then to watch them work. It's so fulfilling that, um, and sometimes that's more fun than just sitting and writing a book. <laughs> oh, for sure. So I to, understand yeah. that so right? much just the from discipline. the diverse. Yes, it does take discipline. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, I'll just give you a little, <laughs> this is how I've kind of mapped it out in my mind. It's like minimum 10 minutes a day. And it sounds so, um, you know, like that's such, that's so small. What are you going to? But you know what? Sometimes one minute a day is too much, right? Or hard, I yeah. should say. So if I if I frame it like that in my mind of like, hey, it's just 10 minutes a day, just sit down. I sit love down that, with that, actually. Because then wow. before you know it. On that specific book, that that project. Exactly. That's how I get my, my, my patients who have never exercised. Yes. That's like, I have some really, really clinically obese patients or very sick patients too. Yeah. That's how I get them to exercise is... Can you just walk for ten minutes? Right. Just ten, and they're like ten minutes there or ten minutes back. Like, yeah. And I'm like either one. Just yeah. go five minutes out and five minutes back. Well, and even I, I'm sure you can frame it towards your um, 
you know, like when you're giving someone a plan for nutrition, baby steps, man. Yes, like you're not going to just much. go full blown yeah. about like, yeah. take this out, take this out. You're going to be like, just start adding more greens or I mean, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. Some, I give the overall, the here's where I want you to be. And here's my plan for you. As of now, it'll probably change as you yes. change, but do you want baby steps now or do you want to run with this? Right. And people will just tell me like, and then I will definitely give them I always give them the baby steps anyway like here's yeah. where to start because it can be overwhelming well and also everybody. because I think the idea is um it's you want to build a habit habits are not built overnight right. um you know I always say this that miles are made by inches so right now as much as you know I write every day but I write for me right but now I'm having to write for my book so I actually have to develop a new habit of writing my book, right? This right. practice. And that is not something as inspired as I am, which I'm very much inspired. Um, there's also resistance because I mm -hmm. think anytime you're, you're about to embark on, you know, like a journey, um, like something like this creatively where it's going to ask a lot of you, you know, mm -hmm. there's, there's always going to be a little resistance that, that comes with it. Yeah. There's actually a, one of my favorite books ever. Um, the war of art is, is all about this. And, um, so anyways, I, I, 10 minutes a day, Roxy, just sitting with your book, whatever comes out of you will come out, but let's just develop this habit so much to that, you know, it becomes a thing where you can't not give yourself 10 minutes. And the thing is, is that most likely and already it's longer. been the case. Yeah. Like you're okay. going to write longer, Good. but just not having this demanding expectation yeah. on something that is not that. even already a part, like a muscle that you it mm -hmm. just... It's very helpful. I think that's great. And I've been doing two hour intervals, sometimes four hours, but where that get, where I like yours better is because then I'm not as focused. I might be over here doing research on stuff that maybe doesn't even need to be researched. Yeah. Or I have things all week that I collect and put in my file for, yeah. for the book. Right. And then I'm more like moving things around when if it was 10 minutes, I'm just going to get right to the heart of it, I think. So you know, I love there's that. A, th thank you. There's a focus um, tool that I use. I have this app. Um, I think it's actually called focus. It's focus something. Um, I'll look it up, but anyways, yeah, link to it after for yeah, the podcast for totally. sure. It's a great app. Um, because I have researched, um, you know, the, the concept of focus and like what you can really ask of yourself. So basically it has been proven that, you know, anything, I think it was over, I can't remember the exact minutes, but I think it, I'm pretty sure it was over 50 minutes. Now you're in this zone where you're not as your, your state of focus is not as optimal. So what I do is I either work in 25 minute increments. I mean, this is just not outside of the book. Like maybe it's for the podcast or mm -hmm. some, something yeah. else related where I actually have to sit down and focus right mm -hmm. with my computer, um, or even clean the fucking house straight right. up. So what I do is I'll put on 25 minutes or 50 minutes. And so my brain is now set into like, this is go time, right? So I'm just going to be super focused. I'm not checking my Instagram. Yeah. I'm not, you know, taking the call. That. Yeah. And then it gives me a buzzer and it gives me a five minute break. We need the break. And then oh, yeah. sometimes in that break, like, let's just say I've been sitting down and yeah. writing. I'm standing up, go get the glass of water, maybe do a squat, some jumping mm -hmm. jacks, whatever. Five minutes is up, come back, and it really does, it, it really helps gears. me. Yeah. Yes. They do that with kids, like, because I've always worked with autistic, ADHD, that 
population is how I started my practice and that has helps with kids in all schools that's why to let them get up and run around for 10 minutes or you see the pool outside my window like I'm doing video chat looking at that when it's sunny lately if when it has been sunny yeah I just want to be out there so my my focus so I just tell myself Go get to an hour and then run down there between patients. That's how I am at because I live at the beach. Right, I know. And I so would, the window yeah, it's is even just harder like, there. <laughs> it's so hard. And as someone yeah. who is such a mover, I yeah. love moving. Right, I have a hard Me time. Too. I, you know, I always start my mornings with um, a, a, a good amount of time of not moving because I'm meditating, mm-hmm. I'm writing, I'm reading, and then maybe like right after that, I'm going into some podcast work or something where I'm sitting. Right. Yeah. But legit like two hours max and then I'm ready to fucking hit it. I'm like, okay, I got to go and I'll go get like a session of, um, training in. Um, and it just, yeah, it's hard for me. So you can imagine on international flights, like I just flew back from Spain the other week. I saw, I saw that. I was was like like, 11 hours. I mean, granted, you know, gratefully I'm in business class, so I get to lay down at least, but you know, just sitting for long periods it's, of time. That's terrifying to me. Yeah. yeah. That's why I can't fucking watch TV. Like, I'm just going to sit here. Oh, no, I don't watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> no. Your I face would, I would like, be so bored. I watch UFC because well, we're in action. It's oh, yeah. That I could happening. watch. Or even, like, um, somebody competing or right, exactly. volleyball or even, yes. like, I'm not a huge, like, basketball or sorry for you guys. <laughs> Like no, basketball's a great sport, but it's like you're watching real life not happen. not my favorite, but I would rather watch that than... Sometimes I'll watch a movie or something, but even I then I film. get bored. I get a little bored, and I want to do other stuff while I'm watching it. So Yeah, because you love slow. to move, too, and I love yeah. that that's something that you share on your Instagram a lot, you know, in your stories where you're like, you guys, look, you know, I just sat down for this many hours, but now I'm on the treadmill or on the elliptical doing whatever, like yeah. getting a little bit of this in, and then I'm going to go back to the work and... I love that for obvious reasons, but I think one of the greatest takeaways about that is, you know, it's possible, right? If you, if you really want to implement, you know, these kind of healthy habits into your life, no matter how busy you are, how focused and how important all these things are that you're building and that you're working on are, um, it is absolutely possible. Mm -hmm. And if anything, it fuels the beast. Right? Yeah. Like, if you didn't oh, give yourself feel, that. Yeah. Right. We, we deserve it. We're like little kids inside. A lot of us, yeah. when we're, like, healthy and our nutrients are up and we're eating right, we want to go out and play, right? Yeah. And that's how I see, like, exercise, quote, what everybody calls it, exercise. I know you're the same. Yeah. Because I see you out there running. And I saw a patient at one of the studios uh, day before yesterday, I think it was, and I don't like driving up there. And I don't like driving down, but they pay me a lot of money to mm-hmm. do so. So, <laughs> Like, to be quite honest. like, I'm good. Yeah, to be quite honest. I So I go up there. I listen to podcasts on the way there. I listen to that stuff on the way back so I'm not wasting my time in that way. Or sometimes music if I'm in a music mood. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? We're going to walk and do I your love consult. That. And that's what I've been I doing. I love doing walking yeah. meetings or sometimes yeah. on our, you know, long phone calls. Yeah. And this person directs everybody else and doesn't like really being bossed. And I'm like, we're walking because I say we're walking. And he's yeah. like, I don't want to walk. I, I work all day. I'm like, but you sit on your butt all day. Right. And by the end, he was like thanking me for walking and doing what we needed, talking about what we needed. To well, talk by about. the way, there have been studies that prove that our brain is more activated in a positive way when we are walking and doing these you know like walking meetings yeah kind of things you yeah know? so yeah and like why not because let's be real you know i wear a fitbit um 
And even as someone who is highly athletic and active, um, you know, there are times where maybe like I did a morning session of hit, right? Uh-huh. But, you know, I'll look and it's three o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, I've only got 5,000 or 6,000 steps because then after that, you know, I'm doing podcast work, black belt beauty work, whatever. And that's not okay for me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. want, I like my numbers of, um, you know, just movement and steps to be somewhere between like 13 and 15, but how I have it said is 20,000 steps. But I the, remember, <laughs> but the thing is, is yeah. that, you know, going back to like an, from how we evolved, Mm-hmm. Listen, oh, yeah. we were moving a lot more, we and had to. and and if this is so tied into the way I am with my food, right? Like mm-hmm. traveling to Europe, mm-hmm. people who follow me on my story saw I had my bison burgers, I loved I had it. my salmon, yeah. and I'll tell you what, I literally survived off the food that I um, brought because it was such a quick trip, mm-hmm. and they didn't, you know, like it just it wasn't set up to. I ate my first meal, and you know me, but also the time was something. But by the time I got to the hotel the first night to have my first meal, it was already like 9.30, almost 10 o'clock at night. And it ended up being what I brought and, and this little bit of spinach that the restaurant downstairs was able to find for you. Yeah, because yeah. they don't have, they didn't yeah. have like... But what I was going to say is that, um, you know, if we don't go out of our way, and I'm not saying you have to do it like I'm doing it, but I'm saying being conscious to go out of your way to get the steps in to make sure that you have snacks so your blood sugar levels don't you know all that stuff we have to do these things now because we live in a time where we are not walking for 20 miles a day and we are not you know the food is not pure and nutrient dense like you know it was um so it's important i I know i agree and i i always travel like that i oh you know i plan yeah blender frothers oh yeah i bring (laughs) what i need i bring my food i know when i get off the plane if there's a health food store within any miles yeah you've already searched it out i've got a car or a way to go there like i i have to because especially you're going to operate at a high you're, you're there because you're working so you have to operate a at a high level. Right. I you, want to fucking you, perform on a kick-ass level. Yeah, you have level. to fuel that. You have to. Yeah. And the movement, like, my husband and I are opposites in this way, and it, it's always been a point of contention that he builds houses, and he does a lot of the work himself on these big houses, so he's literally walking. Super physical all, all day. day. long. He, my husband can lift someone who's, like, twice my weight. That's like, awesome. he's ridiculously, freakishly strong. That's rad. Right? But yeah. he doesn't ever want to walk in a gym. He hates that kind of stuff. So, right. So, when it's a weekend I'm like can we please go on a bike ride or can we yeah. like walk and he looks like I'm trying to kill him like, <laughs> he's just like oh my god I just I mean wanna... kind of understandably so if you're always being physical if you're in your work on your feet yeah. and like we're getting older now so yeah my and I'm, of course my solution is that he just push paper and right. like the younger guys do that stuff. Yeah. But that keeps him happy and healthy. Yeah, so. totally. Well, yeah, he's gaining something from from that type of work. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, and you know. Blood-wise, yeah. his hormones, his blood, they're really healthy because he does exactly what you're saying, the way that we were. Right. The way we used to. Right. Um, operate the way we were as humans. to like, operate was wandering and gathering. Gathering and hunting stones and, and building. Yeah. And yeah, That's he's totally doing that. That's why so important because it's right. those quick 
those bursts of like um, strength and energy where we used to think cardio and All right. you know, long bends of cardio were king. God. We know so much more now than we did back in the 80s and We know even so 90s. much more. And that right. makes me so excited about like what are we about to discover? So much. You know, 10 years from now, five years yeah. from now. I mean, I know in my personal journey um, of health and, you know, body composition, all that stuff. You know, I definitely went through a period where, um, you know, I was sold on the don't pick up, you know, weights above three pounds. Um, you get bulky. I'll get bulky, <laughs> whatever bulky is. My brothers were like, pick up the fucking weights. Because they yeah. knew that, you know, um, I speak helps. to this in my ebook, the recipe book. But, you know, I got injured. I gained weight. And then it was just this big, long process of because I never had that. I had literally, it was like a eight pack, you know, I was a competitive runner Yeah. and, uh, you know, I'm a mesomorph, my body type. So naturally super lean and, and defined with my muscles. Right. And so all of a sudden I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Cause I'm on the sad diet. I'm mm -hmm. also laid out in bed trying to get mobility back in my knee. I'm taking Vicodin, which was disgusting disgusting but it weight. was like yeah. and all of that was like this perfect storm of now all of a sudden i look in the mirror and i'm like who the fuck are you yeah. right yeah. and so um you know it's almost like a bummer that i didn't pick up weights sooner but i didn't believe in it you know i thought right. like because while i have this kind of I basically I had an extra layer on me of mm -hmm. weight gain. I still had the muscle underneath. So now I'm looking at my body going like, no, I don't want to build bigger. Look how yeah. strong I already am. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but what ends up happening is I finally listened to my brothers. I increased protein and then I start lifting weights and this actually, um, it's kind of, so I got injured in jujitsu, like I broke a bone in my foot, right? Ooh. So now I couldn't do this kind of high level of cardio that I was always doing. And so I had to change my game. And that's when I decided, all right, let's, let's change the game. Let's, you know, my brother, um, Aria, who is an Olympian IFBB pro, he was like, listen, you got it. Let's up your, your protein. Cause I was doing a lot of healthy fats and, um, you know, I was eating fish and eggs, tons of plants, but I still was not getting in enough protein. The minute I started to up that macro and then add the weights, fat burning machine. It's crazy. Isn't that awesome? The whole body changed. And, yeah. you, and yet you wouldn't believe how many people are so afraid for me to increase their protein. Even my high level athletes are afraid because of the calories. Really? They, they're afraid just extra food is what they hear. Actually, and it's yeah. way less even, calorically. Like, right. It's, but even in this day and age, they just, they just, for some reason, I think we were told for so long that non-fat and low-fat carbs were the answer and that meats right. and saturated fats and all those things were bad. That right. the first thing with most people is fear. Right. Even people who come to me and like, hey, I'm thinking about doing a keto diet. Right. They're still scared when I want them to do higher protein or, right. you know, change things around. Like people are just... Well, they don't know what to think. But right. Yeah. So how long ago was that that you got... Um, changed up my gears injured, with that and then um, um started trying to lose the weight yeah like uh five, yeah no 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 well with the bone when i started lifting it was around five years ago now and i'm talking about like yeah i was picking up weights at the time but i wasn't deadlifting heavy i wasn't squat like i wasn't doing these well, compounds all the weight that was a knee thing 
right? Oh, the, that's oh. like I was in high school. Okay. So I'm 41 now. Okay. This started when oh, I was I 16. Oh, I was much longer ago than when you were doing jiu-jitsu. So that's why I got confused with the timeline. Yeah, no, it was, okay. that was in right. high school. So it was like three years towards the end of high school because I had three back-to-back knee surgeries. Okay. So tore my ACL, oh, tore okay. my meniscus twice. Okay. And, um, and then it would be, you know, like yeah. seriously almost two decades. you said sad or, American diet. That's what everybody's on at that age, right? Yeah, that's what I yeah. was. I mean, listen, my mom's better. like, well, we didn't have the knowledge that we have. We also didn't have the resources. Like now we go into the market and there's like 10 different kinds of almond milk. Forget yeah, it. I like that it. was, yeah. I love it but too. We had to hunt for it back in the day. To well, hunt if we everything. even hunted, yeah. cause we weren't even dialed everything. into that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. You know, and then, you know, tack on the fact that, you know, my mom is, is, you know, it's like single single mom who's entrepreneur and like doing the best she can like she's working right so sometimes the meal was fucking burger king or taco bell coming home we weren't she mad at that to feed too yeah exactly i know and <laughs> yeah. we're all you know athletic so it's like we need to eat a lot oh yeah <laughs> luckily you had your brothers though who could lead you in the right direction no no we were all eating the same shit oh back then you all were okay. yeah so you actually well, and they don't when i got injured my brother's you know, one of my brothers has kind of gone on and off, like fluctuating with weight, but like Ari and uh, Mike, mm-hmm. they're, they've yeah, they're been lifting asses. weights and like, yeah, they've just, they've never had to, Ari has actually fluctuated, but like almost purposely in some ways to like mm-hmm. being muscle gaining mode. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael has never experienced um, weight gain or any kind of fat on his body, really. Yeah, he's and, hardcore. He's a little like super rigid and like well no he's fucking smart discipline and regimented it seems like he's been ahead of the game yeah. because this is a true passion for him that's why he's so good at what he does and honestly in all fairness man like it's sometimes just the way things are communicated brother and sister but mm-hmm. i so remember him saying to me um it was I, probably, it was over five years ago because i wasn't eating animal meat at that time um i was eating some fish but he was mm-hmm. like you'd be leaner if you had animal protein <laughs> I re- and i remember going like yeah yeah but right. guess what he's fucking he's right. right yeah he is yeah. absolutely right the minute i started eating high quality protein yeah. you know it was and for me at the time it was like um just adding more eggs to my game and being more conscious of like how much fish and uh-huh. then you know recently i see you the definition and the gains just from when you started recently, the bison recently. Yeah. The, yeah. The the bison. I mean, I still yeah. don't do bird cause I just, ugh, I can't, yeah. it just grosses me out, you yeah. know, but I never stopped eating meat because I had an issue with it emotionally. Right. It was just, um, it was, it was that I did this cleanse. This is like 15 years ago. <laughs> and I think it served me even though it was like such a, I'm almost embarrassed of it now, but, but actually it still reset me in a way where I had been, you know, over 15 years ago now, but it was like super high carb and just not, yeah. it was yeah. like, there was yeast. Let's put no, it that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeast sugar was in the body. No plants, no, no real plants, like vegetables. Or there was enough. plants, but that it wasn't, it wasn't, it just wasn't anything close yeah. to what it is now. There was, right. um, you know, still sugar and things yeah. like that happening, yeah. which for me, um, it just didn't feel right. So yeah. I do this cleanse and then I'm like, oh my gosh. And the only thing so I good. want yeah. is vegetables, vegetables. Right. And I so I was that. like, well, you know what? My body probably doesn't need the meat. And this is actually, I, I love that we're right here because I feel like this is going to segue into something that I'm so excited to get down on with you. But 
it might have been the case at that time. In fact, most likely it was the case that that was a diet that was very serving to me in that moment because, um, you know, now I had eliminated gluten. Now I eliminated dairy. Now my sugar was just like mm -hmm. total halt there, right? right? And I'm implementing more micronutrient dense foods and all that stuff. And, you know, I certainly felt the change. It was an addiction. And I was just, and it, you know, and then it just carried on and on. And now here I am. Um, but I really want to talk about for a second, this kind of, um, you know, not that we're always changing. We are always evolving. Me reincorporating animal meat into my diet. That's a great example, right? Maybe I didn't need it at that time, but then come to do my first comprehensive blood lab with you, you know, last year in mm -hmm. the fall, what did we realize? What did we discover? I'm fucking anemic. <laughs> yeah, and I very, have no idea. Very, yeah, yeah. I'm over here like pushing weight, doing all this stuff, and it's like, and you're like, oh. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I was like, Roxy, we need to talk about your labs. <laughs> yeah. And so I want to talk about just this idea of constantly, you know, of, 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 of checking in and, and really like understanding that our bodies are always changing. We are always evolving. What's great for us maybe 10 years ago, now you're in a new decade hormones are different. Maybe you've yeah. had a baby, maybe you're whatever, all these things, these variables. So now you have to, you know, re you have to edit the diet. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's so important. And I have been seeing lately, I, you've probably seen this, but, um, a couple of my patients have even pointed it out that yeah, I, I have some college kids too, and they follow YouTubers are the new TV apparently. Oh yeah. It's and, been, um, yeah. right. I know it's Emma's totally. been watching them for years. She tells me who's who and what's what. And I've had a couple come to me as patients and I don't know who they are, but she knows. And yeah. it's like they're a TV star, but That's trips so me funny. out. I, I kind of like it, but she's, she said that I, I have seen that there are ones who are, um, vegans and apparently they've become vegan in the last maybe four three four years or some this one in particular this one lady and then she gets this huge following of people and then it turns out that now she's being completely like um broken down and cut Medicaid down and because she was caught eating fish and eating animal protein wow and so i go to look at a few of her instagram posts and things and and it's like, I mean, she's saying that she said she was suicidal now because, but so you have so many things going here that, that moves away from what we're actually doing nutrition for, or right. trying to, we're trying to optimize our bodies and our nutrition for health and for longevity. Right. And not now, for image. Right. Now people are building entire identities and not just identities, but it gets so dangerous when it's your, your quote career right your, 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 now your, livelihood. your livelihood is is attached to you doing something that might have been good four years ago for your body and you might have felt great and of course everybody wants to help people when people right. start noticing that we lose weight or we are looking more clear our eyes Performing are at glowing, a higher level we're kicking ass in our sport or whatever right of course they want to go well what are you doing like when my husband i just took him off gluten, dairy, and sugar yeah. um, when he was looking at a back surgery. Mm -hmm. And he lost about 30, 40 pounds in five months. And he looked 10 years younger. Yeah. And he felt so good. And he did, never needed the back surgery, by the way. So, That's amazing. Right? I, yeah. I, the doctor just said, you need to lose weight to be able to handle this surgery. Sure. I'm not going to do it until you lose 10, 15 pounds. And he lost more without trying. 
And that's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so people, all his friends were asking him so I could hear him on the phone. Like, well, dude, it's really easy. You just, Julie put me on this diet. I'm like, it's yeah. not a diet. He's like, right. you don't eat this. You eat this. I eat this. And I was like, Kurt, that's not for everybody. It's a good idea that they all cut those things out. But right. he was telling him exactly like what he did, right? <laughs> what he ate and drank. And I was like, well, and everyone's different. Yeah, you can't, exactly. you can't yeah. prescribe. Oh, cause people talk to me all the time and like ask your me diet. questions. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you, everyone is so unique. Right. We all right. need different things. Right. Um, you know, I, this just kind of came top of mind when you were talking, just to throw this in there. But I think of it like a business. No successful business is going to be doing anything in this kind of straight line, like linear kind of way, right? We are all, there's always a dance. There's, we need to check in, we need to edit in order to grow, in, right? In order to take inventory. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So look at numbers, look at facts. Look at numbers, look at facts, which yeah. is why I we, am yeah. such a, I mean, listen, it was so rad to do my very first comprehensive blood lab with you. It had already been a couple of years that, um, you know, I was super deep into nutrigenomics and bi- biology and just getting extra geeky on the subject. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my God, I'm dying to do, you know, a comprehensive <laughs> blood lab, but I didn't know where to go. And, right. and also you can't just like, Oh, do the blood lab. Like, right. I don't know how to read that foreign language. Right. It's, and I, so I want someone who is integrative, who knows, you know, who looks at the body as a system of systems, because that's mm-hmm. what the body is. So yep. it's like you're looking over here, but then you're like, oh, well, this is affecting this and that. And you know the foreign language. It's a superpower. <laughs> I've said that to you several times. I know. I love you know? it. I had to learn it. I had to. I mean, it's yeah. uh, honestly like when we just did a, a new blood lab for me, mm-hmm. which we might get into a little bit in this episode, but it. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess smile on your face. Well, I got the lab, <laughs> yeah. and now there's definitely things that I'm able to kind of understand and read, but there's still so much that I I just don't know. My brain doesn't understand, and I'm sitting here like, uh, when do I get to hang out with Julie? When do I? It's like, well, and you know what? It's funny. It's like I feel so vulnerable. Like fuck, to not know how to um, read this is like. I don't know that concept. It's kind of like me not knowing how to do jujitsu now where I'm like, Oh my God, if somebody grabbed me this way, like I know what to do now. But back then before jujitsu, I did it and I was so vulnerable. So I look at my blood labs and I, I don't understand it all. And it it makes me feel vulnerable, but I'm, I'm grateful. I got you in my back pocket. uh, (laughs) Right. And also the five hour hour conversations help, but also you're learning. Like when I'm doing this stuff, I'm showing you, I'm like, do you see the TSH is here, but the free T3 is there. Right. this yeah. is what that that means. It, and, that's a um, great. I'm glad that you said that because it's yeah. true. That's why now I'm. You, you know, know the difference yeah. of like Fair what it was like October to now. Um, right. You know, I now can look at these labs and understand it so much more than that first one because you're so good at you know not just oh this is this and this that but you're explaining so that I can learn and you know, I have a passion for it. Like I want to learn. Oh yeah. Which I think inspires you. Hence the five hour conversation. (laughs) Well, doctors have traditionally been, first of all, they're always have until recently with functional medicine. They look at labs in just a very, um, just a very, um, bandaid approach. Like here's this range and it's a very broad range. Anything outside too low or too high means it's a disease. Right. And then you, there's a medication or a treatment. Right. And so what happened when I started in the nineties is there were a couple people in the world teaching 
a more functional approach to reading labs where what if we brought that into narrow and there actually was a big study done on it was a called a blood biopsy study where it blue blue cross or blue shield was involved and michigan state university and they were and my mentor in blood at that time was dr harry eidner and they were trying to look for cancer and watch it happen as it was happening over a 10 20 30 year period okay. by going through thousands and thousands of labs for healthy people too yeah right so there instead of all these labs which the range came originally the even the range we have now yeah. they come from sick people right because that's all we had to go on yeah. from hospitals pulling data from hospitals and people who have even died sometimes so yeah we don't want it's that. interesting well and also yeah. i think that that's something unique about you is that you know you do work with high performers and you know you know my lifestyle so you you're looking at my blood labs from that perspective. I think there was something about cholesterol in particular where, you know, the range, um, let me let me see if I can your labs that. are just amazing which I are knew they? they would be. Well, there's some things I, I don't remember specifically, so um, you know, yeah, there's just some things where it's triggered like intermediate risk with the cholesterol but you're like no that's actually because they're not even used to seeing yes. your it's like something Some like that stuff, right yeah and i saw this with like like re, the really really high people that i've worked with too where it's like it's so good that it actually triggers a bad because it's ridiculous like kind of a thing like that's they don't interesting... know what to do with that um is that better I'm, if I yeah see? i'm trying to yeah let me see uh make that a little bigger i have my glasses on but not my magnifiers no, um cool. LDL particle size, um, back that way, HDL particle. So yeah, you want the big fluffy particles in your cholesterol, and you have that. You just have so much good cholesterol that that actually looks higher than they're used to seeing is what that was about. That's such so, an interesting concept. Right? It's like, that, yeah. That that's what I meant, too, about the ranges. Like, the right. ranges are... They're getting more narrow, and with a lab like the True Health Diagnostic, they're aiming for more of a, an ideal scenario, but there yeah. still are ranges. So that's why I might say, Roxy, I really want to see this number here or yeah. the ferritin here, and it looks in normal range. Right. But it's because, like, just like vitamin D, we we would like to see like between just yeah forty that. and sixty or forty right. like we don't want it too high, we don't want it too low, but that's never going to be their range because they would have to treat every person who came into right. a hospital or who got a routine physical or right. that would be too much crap for doctors to deal with and they don't know how to deal with that kind of fine tuning. Right, so right. that makes it even more important who you're going to to do labs like this because yeah. again, you know, I you know me, you know my life, you know, you know what uh, my output is physically. You know, yes. so when you say to me, um, I would like your um, iron levels to be higher. I would like your, I think you, I don't know if this lab shows my protein. Um, I mean, yeah, I know I'm I sure wanted it, your protein. Um, we were looking at old labs the other day, so I don't know see actually. Your protein. I so here's when I'm looking at protein, I'm looking for too high and too low. Okay. And I look at it in relation to the person right. and how I know they eat. Right. And I look at it in relation to other protein-related um, albumin, globulin, because I can sometimes see if they're just eating enough protein but just not digesting it. 
Because so interesting. Yeah, some people eat that sad American diet, and right. maybe they're eating too many carbs. They have yeast. They're not eating enough veggies. They're yeah. they just have this like acid reflux all the time. Right. So they're eating hamburgers and hot dogs and lots of protein. Yeah. But they're also eating lots of everything else. Right. And they're not digesting. Basically, right. they're just like gas machines all oh day God. long. Yeah. So then we just add, we clean up the diet if we can a little bit. Yeah. Add some digestive enzymes, and yes. then those protein numbers go in place. Yeah, that, well, that yeah. makes so much sense because if this is not, if your your gut is not um, working optimally, then you can't assimilate and eliminate correctly, right? True. They're yeah. usually constipated or what right. a lot of people, you know, the, this IBS thing, it's like constipation from constantly eating um, cheese and um, gluten and like loaves of bread a day and things like that that stuff is binding like it i was just gonna say that yeah. you saying that i'm just already getting clogged up it's gross right? <laughs> like it's i clogging. know and like no vegetables and well that's a yeah. key piece i think yeah. that's so important to put in the mix right i mean i don't eat bread or cheese but listen you're doing your bread or cheese here or there whatever if you're gonna do that but where are your plants Right. Because those things are like going to protect well, you. Here's and- the bigger problem with that. Right. Exactly what you said. It's taking a place place on your plate, especially for kids too. Yeah. It's on the plate and right. kids aren't going to eat that much anyway. Right. Are they going to eat mac and cheese or the pizza or, or are they going to eat vegetables? Right. Honestly. Totally. Well, parents are like, I can't get my kids to eat anything but mac and cheese. Well, stop giving them that. Give yeah. them meat, vegetables, rice, potato, fruit. You just have to get creative. If you don't give them anything else, of course they will eat it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the fact that well, we let children decide what to, they're... Like oh. if instead of a mashed yeah. potato or whatever, like yeah. use the cauliflower. There are like, creative things, right. but um, also... I think that we've gotten so far off into all the advertising that's done around kid kids and what they're eating. Yeah. The marketing, this is the only country in the world that's unregulated marketing to children yeah. and adults. And adults buy it lock, stock, and barrel. Right. So why wouldn't the kids, right? Well, yeah. I think it's also a combination of a, a couple other things. I think it's like lack of knowledge. You know, the parents totally. probably don't know what you know what is the optimal diet like what's really important what microbiome is well, okay, because like all the wrong information has been put out for years that's well, why totally yeah. and then also i think that it is it comes down to um survival you know being busy and yes, not being able yes, to really huge, huge, sit down yeah. and after a yeah. long day of work right i mean a lot of people a lot of parents foods. and i say this yeah. through so much empathy don't want to sit down and like try and convince your child no, to I eat a broccoli. It. Yeah. It's like I just need to feed you because you're yeah. gonna survive, and I <laughs> need to like make it to eighteen and then <laughs> let me. And I need yeah. to like take a breath. I've had a long day and I got to do it all over again tomorrow. So I really don't feel like I'm speaking no. as the parent, but I'm just saying like I'm oh, saying no. this. Yeah, I empathize as well, and I know yeah. that you do, yeah. and I think that's I, one of the great Emma things. Emma was a really picky eater. She really? had like three or four things, and she refused everything. What she kid for a isn't years. a picky eater, right. though? Exactly. Right? Exactly. So you gotta start them like right. really early, right? You gotta start at infancy. You gotta really yeah. start young, and we got it. This whole issue of kids' foods. That's a bunch of BS. Like yeah. goldfish, Cheerios. Right. Those are just processed. It's like cartoon food. Ex- thank you. That's what it is. <laughs> Put that in your book. Yeah, I love Please. that. Cartoon, cartoon food. food. Like Flintstones vitamins. Like all that stuff is overprocessed crap. And what it's doing is it's um, setting the taste buds up and yeah. the brain chemicals up so that kids are going to just be addicted to those kind of fast foods. And I know right. people think of fast foods as McDonald's and all that stuff. That That's cereal 
crackers, all that stuff. Yeah, because that are stuff fast is literally, by literal term, it's you fast food. open the box and eat it. Yeah. Exactly. And your taste yeah. buds are only as smart as the memory. Your microbiome then also, um, I don't, I'm not, I don't know if this is completely accurate, but I have heard, you know, your microbiome will crave certain things too. And then that, oh, because absolutely. of the vagus nerve, yes. because of the way the brain yes. and the gut, um, you know, the brain yeah. gut axis, now your gut is actually driving your brain to go towards those oh, foods. I, oh, yeah. So yeah, when people totally say right. to me, like, oh, what's your cheat food? I'm like, cheat, <laughs> cheat what? I hate, uh, you, even that's, I hate that even that It's term. just, yeah. that is, yeah, you know what? I'm cheating on myself. I'm cheating well, myself. I'm like, you guys, <laughs> Literally. I am yeah. fulfilled. Like, there's yeah. nothing right. to cheat on here. Right. I mean, listen, I might eat. A little extra barrow nuts from time to time <laughs> because maybe I'm PMSing and I'm or emotional or whatever. Free piece of cookie or something that right, I never like made oh, or, right, yeah. exactly. Oh my god, I just had some strawberry gluten-free yeah. yeah. rhubarb bread yeah. yesterday that was just like it was actually excellent. Um, but you know, in just as a whole, there's nothing to cheat on. I I, right. I literally sitting down to eat my food. Um, especially dinner. Cause it's actually when I'm really sitting down, sometimes the morning is kind of more, I mean, literally on the way to you, I have my protein pancake in my lap. It's all my story right now, <laughs> That's but funny. you know, I sit down with my food and I'm like, yes, I'm so excited. Yeah. I crave my food. Um, Me too. there's nothing that I want that I don't have. There might be times where I might restrict some elements more than others. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I've got a, I don't know, some kind of photo shoot coming up. So I might dial back some healthy fats and increase some protein for, you know, the specific body composition that I'm aiming for. But none of it is just like, it's all still healthy. It's all right. still, there's no fucking cheating basically. Right. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, cheating just, just, it really just cheats ourselves in it. You know, like you said, and I think it was our first podcast that there are, um, men sitting scientists sitting in these companies, yeah. these food companies, literally then they're market testing these things and saying, which one makes you feel like you can't stop eating it more? Right. Or they just give it to people and pay them 50 bucks to watch behind a mirror while right. they see which ones they eat all of it up. So gnarly. And that really what you said about the microbiome and the brain chemistry if we have yeast in our gut, which most of us do, yeah, yeast is well Monsters. known. It's well known for, and a lot of kids are born. They have yeast either they get it from their mother, or and it goes crazy because the formulas have sugar and stuff in them, corn syrup, even mother's milk. Um, there's a new study out that if mothers are eating a lot of sugar, yeah. the kids are gonna want more sugar. And I Makes think it has sense. to do with the microbiome and the yeast. I've always thought that. That yeast sets off a chemical that I've, I've never memorized or been able to say, but you can find it on PubMed. It That chemical tells the brain, get more sugar, get more carbs. I believe it. Get more bread, yeah. get more yeast, get all of it. You feed know why me, feed I me, so feed believe me. it too, Julie? Yeah. Because I have none of those cravings. Yeah, I don't either. It's I so nice not to have it. But I remember when I did. Yeah, me too. And it's almost like I'm so grateful, even though ugh, I wish I didn't have as many of those hard years, but whatever, there's so much greatness that came from it. Um, just to be able to hang out in conversation with you. It was yeah, like, you know, because I learned some shit <laughs> yeah. because, you know, but I had to struggle to mm-hmm. then dive deep and learn. But I remember how I used to crave these foods. I have no cravings. I want to say one more thing about the cheat concept. Cheating implies that I'm doing something Wrong. like I'm yeah. exactly. And right. that, or I'm not doing something right. 
like my diet is so restrictive and so yeah. this cheat is allowing me to just be human well, yeah like, it keeps what? that diet people come to me because maybe they're following some keto influencer online or something yeah. and they come to me usually when they've hit a plateau yeah and they're or they're they have something come up in their labs like their hormones are off or their thyroid or mm-hmm. something like that and then I'm always, they, they asked, well, do you allow cheat days in your diet that you put? And I'm so like, I, first of all, there is no one diet. Second of all, you won't need a cheat day. If I really want to eat something, I'll eat it. I'll eat a cookie. Yes. I'll eat. I like to do the lower sugar chocolate just because yeah. chocolate, sugar affects me now. And I don't always like want to, f- I don't want a head rush. No, I don't totally. want to feel off balance. Yeah. I don't want to set up the cravings. But if somebody has a really good chocolate, I'm going to try it, it's you know. Hugh Kitchen. Yeah, I love the Hugh Kitchen. I just <laughs> found like, a new one. No, I have a new one. You do? Rad, R-A-D, yeah. It does have... R-A-D, a, Rad? R-A-D, yeah. I just, really? I went to Mother's Market the other night after. I spent like 10 hours on Monday with patients, and then I went over to Mother's to get... Primal Kitchen has some new protein bars, by the way. So, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, they're good? Not the collagen. The collagen are gross, but okay. no, they're good. They're okay. they're good. So awesome. I've only tried a couple bites of one so far, but I bought... Because protein yeah. bars are hard. Yeah, they vary. I'm the, always... again the other day for uh, traveling to Spain, and I was like, there's nothing They have another one called Zing that says formulated by nutritionists and I just grabbed a couple just to look at them and you yeah. know, see what I think I have a bunch I'll tell you if any of them are winners but usually nine out of ten nah, they go on yeah. the, no, the no pile but right it's research so, so you found new chocolate yeah the rad it's only it's got like nine grams of sugar but you is know is it coconut sugar coconut sugar but okay, a rake cool. and no dairy a regular Amazing. and organic yeah a regular chocolate bar like Hershey's or one of that junk has well, that's chem- not real chocolate well, let's be right real. it has chemicals and it also has like 24 grams of sugar I mean, it's horrible. So, well, yeah, twenty-four it's, for yeah. like not even the whole bar. It's kind of yeah be more for than a serving. That. I'm talking about per yeah. serving. Yeah, not for the whole bar. No. Yeah, Hugh Kitchen. Yeah. Um, by the way, Hugh is my favorite restaurant in New York, and that's where it comes from. And everything in there is just incredible. Really good. But their chocolate is super pure, dark chocolate. Yeah. Um, only coconut sugar. I mean, yes. it's just bare bones, simple, and it just it's. And it, then when you you could eat a little bit, and you're totally satisfied. Dude, yes, like there's it's times not around addictive. my cycle, especially. Yeah. Plus, dark chocolate is so healthy for you right right. but doesn't mean I need to eat it every day because it's healthy um you know but around my cycle I'll be like yeah I I want a little bit of dark chocolate so I have Hugh in the in the fridge all the time they actually have these dark chocolate almonds are amazing um but you know oh yeah I just saw those I haven't tried them okay good I gotta try because then you're getting a little bit of the protein yeah I I love no I want that they have them at mother's in Manhattan yeah that's good to know I always get mine um yeah, yeah local but yeah, I mean, just to go back to what you were saying, we were talking about cheating and it just, you know, you're going to, you're always going to find a kind of healthier option. Um, but it's still, you know, if you want a cookie, you're going to go for exactly. a cookie. And there's, I think that's. And uh, if yeah. you guys want to, if you're eating pretty healthy and you're watching your macros, whatever your macros may be, and your most of your plate is vegetables most of the time, because I think your plate should be protein and vegetables should be the, the bulk of it. Yeah have a piece of chocolate or whatever you're going to have a cookie gluten-free cookie go for the best option you can but have it after your meal totally because then you're not jacking your blood sugar and it's not taking up space where your vegetables and your protein should be exactly you know another one i'm just going to throw this in the mix Um, and i don't even do it often but if i have felt like 
maybe actually sometimes I feel like I need carbohydrates for my training specifically. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Well now we'll go in there for, mm-hmm. cause there's a good part of conversation in that, but, um, dark frozen cherries, keep that in your freezer and try them. Red cherries. You mean? Uh, did I say, what did I you say? Dark, dark red. Yeah. I don't know. Frozen I, cherries. Like, you you like, get them and you freeze them with the, they're like dark red. I know dark is oh. part of, it's on the bag, oh, but there's basically frozen. frozen cherries. You buy them frozen. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And so I love that oh texture. My gosh. Okay. And cherries are definitely sweet. Yeah. Right. Um, but that's like, and get, for, I mean, listen, I don't eat sugar. So, um, you know, one, maybe two, that's plenty. Right. So, but I feel like that's a nice, if you want to have some kind of, because sugar is also a gateway. I mean, mm-hmm. this is, it's, 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 it's tricky. Yeah. You know, if you don't have the habits and if, you know, and if you tend to really like sugar, I mean, listen, I loved sugar for the better part of my life, you know, just sad diet, all the stuff. Like mm-hmm. I loved carrot cake. Oh my God. Um, and now, no, I don't like, it's I not told not appealing you, anymore, right? The little yeah. bit of banana that was mm-hmm. in this bread that I had for the first <laughs> it's time. It's so sweet. Yeah. It was so sweet. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I didn't get a mm-hmm. head rush. No. But I'll tell yeah. you what, I went out and crushed a run. Yeah. Cause it's, <laughs> the, the glycogen was like working, you know, but it was super sweet to my taste buds right. because I don't typically right. have sugar. Right. But I was going to say that sugar is something tricky. Um, because if you, if you're not on this level yet, it is a fucking gateway drug. Oh yeah. You got I mean you're it, about it, to do yeah. a, a a class. Free, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, this podcast is going to come out after it, unfortunately yeah. but I feel yeah. like you might do it again. I, I might do it again. I'm we'll doing see. just a free one just because I saw that movie Fed Up. If I you guys haven't it. watched it, I think I watched it on Amazon Prime for free. Really? It was either that or Netflix, and I'm thinking it was Amazon Prime. It was so good, and I rarely will say that about a nutrition-based movie or an eating, something about how we eat. But And there's these kids in there who were overweight, and their parents are very overweight. The kids are very overweight. They're maybe 12, 13 years old. There's a, two boys and a girl from different families. Yeah. And it's um, people like Dr. Hyman and a couple of the other really good functional awesome. medicine doctors who get pretty into the politics and yeah. the food marketing and stuff. They're actually going in and trying to help them. And it shows like how wrong we've been led in what we're eating. And I just started feeling really bad for these kids like... They, you could see the heartbreak where they don't know why they're heavy. They don't know why they're heavy and their friends aren't. Yeah. But they know that they're... And the shame behind like yeah. the hiding the food. And I've worked with kids for years. So the hiding the food and binging and then feeling embarrassed and maybe getting an eating disorder over it, yeah. starting to throw up and things that happen with these kids. And one kid was like, I don't know why my brother can eat whatever he wants and I can't. Well, because his brother's a couple years younger. As soon as he gets to puberty, yeah. he's going to blow up like the rest of the family. Yeah. Then the parents are overwhelmed. They don't know any different. No. But then they show like how well this family does when they start just simple changes and eating That's real rad. food. And so That's I just so thought, I love that. Yeah, I, I just thought I'm going to do a free class and just to see how this stuff works yeah. and then think about where I can go more just to help for totally for teenagers for free yeah. somewhere online because they literally have nobody to ask. Dude, that's so rad, That's going to tell them the truth, even. You know what? Um, yeah. God, I love that you're doing this, and I love that you just expressed all that. And I think one thing that we will do, because again, this podcast will come out um, just after your first one, but I think we fine, need, yeah. I think we should do um, some live 
Instagram video hangouts where we can take some questions. Yeah, you know, um, I would love to do to that. Like target towards the young, to the focus youth. towards kids. Yeah, well, I mean, let's think about this for a second. Yeah, when I'm in my, if I make it to like the 80s and 90s, <laughs> and all, like yeah. it's these kids who are taking care of us, right? That I mean, is just true. Running the world. Yeah. And I, when you're talking about how they get, you know, from an emotional perspective, it really just took me back to Roxanne you know, 17 years old in bed with my knee in this machine, trying to get mobility back, like watching myself get fat, not even knowing what the fuck is going on because I never had to think about any of this stuff. So I don't know where to go, where to start. And then, you know, fast forward, it would, you know, in the years to follow, I just, I wasn't living, I was living in a kind of lower state of myself, like, and I knew it. And you know, I mean, listen, the the one great thing is like when I gain weight, I gain it all over. So it's yeah. like I carry it well. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, this is, you know, uh, no, I'm not big boned. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> and like, you're not I tall know either. myself. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I'm five, four. Yeah. So it's like, dude, five pounds will show up on yeah. me, you know? And so, um, you know, but I never stopped. I never stopped digging. And again, like it just, it brings me back to this place where I can sit and rap out about biology with you, which is so rad because, um, you know, I just, I was not convinced. I was like, nope, this is not who I am. I know who I am and I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to keep learning and learning. And, you know, I cracked the fucking code, which is rad. And now I'm able to also help people in their journey to the best of my ability. But the emotional component to, you know, like what I had to go through in all these years of like Mm -hmm. looking in the mirror going, you know, and I, again, I should, I should also say this, like, it wasn't like I would sit there and cry or like, but getting dressed wasn't fun all the time oh, because yeah. I'm just yeah. like, this can't, is not can't right. Can't zip your pants. Don't like the way you, it happened to me in junior high. So yeah. I get it. And not knowing what the, what the solution is in your parents. My parents didn't know the solution either. I mean, I remember yeah. a time when I was like, whatever, I was my late, I think it was like 18. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this photo shoot. I'm gonna, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I got to go on a diet. Do you know what my diet was? Yeah, what? Um, I decided that I was just going to eat bananas all day. <laughs> oh my god! I've never even said so that out loud. Like it just. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember if I was constipated. Oh, wait till I tell you what mine was. But yeah. it, did it well, work? How about it sugar? It probably worked that right? No. Oh, no? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe well, I lost unlimited a bananas. Weight, but you're maybe not. not. Well, yeah. the thing is, is that this might bridge us somewhere else, but you can lose weight. To have a body, like to, for body composition, which, you know, I speak to this so much when I talk about nutrition, right? Mm-hmm. I My diet is geared for towards two things, towards cellular health, right? Which is going to keep my body right. in a very, you know, optimal state of health so that I can perform at a higher level. And I also gear my body towards body composition. So muscle to fat ratio, even healthy bones. That is how I, that is how I strategically design the food that I eat. What is this doing for my mitochondria? What is this doing for my microbiome? What is this doing for my muscles? What is this doing to my blood sugar levels? Like all that shit, right? right? Am I getting BDNF or like, you know, so I'm thinking mTOR, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, so, you know, and this also allows me to, you know, just in the physical sense, perform in training on a level that feels really good and then it shows on my body yeah because there's shoulder definition there's abs there's strong glutes and things like that versus you know if you're just 
watching calories to lose weight, that doesn't mean you're going to have a fucking, you're not going to be lean and have like strength and you know what I mean? So yeah, back to the bananas, just so you know, like I might've lost a little bit of weight, but it's like, I didn't have my abs. Right. Most people will lose weight just because they're, they're quote dieting for a few days. They might, because they're, they're more aware. They're not just eating whatever. And so whatever diet usually will do make you feel like you're doing better for a couple days. And then with most diets, there is going to be a plateau period. So a lot of what I do with people is I don't really like to have people on a diet. I like to um, just find what works for their body. Yeah. And and you'll see people on Instagram say like, I don't diet anymore. I just, yeah. you know, they be, I teach them to be their own nutritionist, like to become That's more cool. intuitive yeah. with it. And like, I see you even doing that. Like, it wasn't yeah. like I was like, hey, Roxy, you need to eat meat. Yeah. I was showing no. you your labs and telling you how that right how that works and you were like do you think if i eat meat like you know, i was it, ready yeah inside. you were ready I had been and you knew so much and you I'm like, knew and um i yeah. was never gonna be like oh you know i'm never gonna lie i always tell things straight yeah. up the way and could i be wrong absolutely but yeah i i, I always wonder that is the stuff that i do now like carb timing and using mm-hmm. keto as a tool and autophagy and intermittent fasting am i gonna like 10, 15 years from now, am I going to cringe and be like, 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 because of all of the knowledge that we're going to be, yeah, yeah, like 20 years ago, I was putting people on blood sugar balancing diets with macros, but guess what? It's the same exact daily food plan that I still use. Yeah. I just have always fine tuned it for everybody. Yeah. And now I just know more about, um, more about, I knew about protein back then because I did, it was taught in functional medicine was very new, but um, I know more about why we were led to think that fats were bad and to think that carbs were the answer and all that. So I think that... um, Yeah, well, I think it's, it's, it is rad that you, you know, um, you're not necessarily creating oh, this is your diet this, plan. Or you this know? is the diet. Right. Because again, none. it's like agility. Yeah. Like w- before we hit record, I told you, hey, Julie, um, especially based off of some lab work that was just done for me, I'm like, I think that I need to start incorporating some, you know, more low glycemic carbohydrates. So meaning like sweet potato, um, gluten-free oats, because... These foods are super, they're great. I just yeah. don't eat them. I love that for you. You, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because guess what? Now I have to create a habit because my carbohydrates are coming from plants, which means that like there's basically, it's super minimal. My blood sugar yeah. levels. What it was Would, actually, can we pull that up really yeah, quick? Yeah. And then also tell them like why you're, what, what affects you're trying to. Yeah. Well. Glucose is up here. So. Glucose was 87 fasting, which is fabulous. That means that... And it dropped. And it dropped, but it it means that your body is able to to make glucose from your glucagon in your liver very easily because you were fasting for this. Oh, that's cool. But people, when they're out of balance, that's going to be too low most of the time. So that's kind of like a reactive hypoglycemia. Okay. Or it can be high, and then it's going to show up in the hemoglobin A1C. Which is what your blood has been on an average tissue level for the last three months. So we could probably find that. It's right here. It's right Uh, underneath it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. 4.7 is phenomenal. Like, is it? I mean, yeah, it's really good um, for anybody over like 35. That's a great healthy level, and it's actually lower than it was. Right. Your labs just keep getting better. It's ridiculous. And. God, that feels so yeah. good. It's Coming amazing. That's right. It's, it's really good. So 
Yeah. I think we can um, incorporate some of those carbs back in your diet easily. Okay. And not even make that budge. If it did, that's rad. Yeah. If it did budge a little bit, it wouldn't be a big deal. And it's, well, do you yeah. think that it wouldn't budge so much because of my physical output? Like I'm um, utilizing the the, the glycogen that, because we're gonna time it correctly. Okay. And also because you're pairing it with with healthy fat and protein. Yeah, totally. That's the key right there. Right. We're not just gonna go boom, Roxy. I'm eating carbs. Like I'm just gonna go get a gluten free brownie and yeah. eat, right and just right. start my and day then with sweet potato fries. Fly up and then crash. Right. We're not gonna do that because no. then that undoes a lot of this Got stuff. It. And, okay. And sometimes people read online, oh, I need to. I'm doing keto for two years now. I'm not only just plateaued and not losing weight, which happens to almost all of them. And yeah. I keep saying, watch these people. They're going to stop showing pictures of themselves or they're going to. Let's talk about that for a yeah. second, actually. And then that, that will yeah. bridge down to like how I'm adjusting and why. But because sure. I know that people come to you for that um, mm-hmm. a lot. And, you know, obviously keto is like such, it's still, I feel like it's just a superstar diet that it's it, oh, and yeah, it's just it gets so like millions of hits because on the yeah listen, on the internet and stuff yeah i mean it originated popular. to um you know from a very medicinal perspective right epilepsy exactly yeah, and kids yeah right yeah and yes it is absolutely true especially you know most people will just focus on america it's like you're coming from this very high carbohydrate sugary diet so now you're going to switch gears right and you're mm-hmm. going to go into more healthy fats hopefully healthy mm-hmm. right? right um right hopefully that's not how everybody does i know most right most of them it's do like, dairy and butter and yeah i mean right yeah so you have the Milk. yeah so but you're going to switch the, the the energy gear to go from glycogen carbohydrates right, to ketones to ketones and um but i think on like more of a surface level what we're doing is we're taking you know these kind of junkier foods and we're placing them for ketogenic friendly foods which is more you know plants fats things of that nature mm-hmm. right there someone's going to feel different and they're going to drop they're going to lose weight right mm-hmm. oh yeah right even if they're just eating everyday in and out lettuce burgers with cheese right exactly they're still with going cheese. to see some improvements <laughs> yeah right well, that's what they do they just do double double or if there's a triple triple and then they hit a plateau with no bun they just do what they're eating with no bun or no bread right and on the keto diet just, some of them are really big and, and then sh- everything's yeah. keto by the way side note right. i'm gonna put this in there um because i i know like people i i think mind pump had written an article about it and i love them they're so great yeah like people awesome. are gaining weight from it well yes, yes. because you can't just do fat bombs yeah. all on the keto diet right. so i'm gonna lose weight sorry it doesn't work that way numbers still matter what they've been told by a lot of these influencers or what they're hearing a couple people come to me with their plans that they bought online and they're like, yeah, and they've gained weight or they've gotten um, kidney stones or gallstones or, you know, things where their doctor's like, no, now you get to go pay a real nutritionist to help you get out of this health issue that yeah. you have trying to lose weight. But they don't know. They're, they just see that people that it worked and these people are like, I feel great. I never felt better. I've lost all these pant sizes. Right. But it's not the same to just take the carbs out of your diet and eat everything that isn't a carb right. as to create a healthier diet. And right. I don't think most people don't realize that they're not actually going into ketosis. Oh my either. God, I love you for saying that. Because that has been on top of my mind. I'm like, right. no. And there is right. a difference. Like yeah. I, I'm very low carb, right? Like right. again, 
my baru nuts, right? right. But, there's but five, you're not keto. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. five grams of protein per serving. Let's just right. say I have a couple of servings a day. 20, 20 carbohydrates as a whole, five grams of fiber, right? So it's like 15 net carbs per serving. Let's just say I have three servings a day. My carbohydrates are mo like as as my carbohydrates <laughs> my carbohydrates are always under a hundred grams. Not that I'm calculating yeah. every day, but just knowing my food. We need food. to be there to lose weight. Everybody. For the most part, unless they're very, very big, they we need to be there. To, well, see, and to I'm not, not even doing it to even, lose weight. Yeah, it's just because... To not gain weight and to... I mean, that's where a typical diet starts for me, for most people, is around 100 or less. Okay. And what I was taught was if you need... If somebody's overweight or they have disinsulinism, they need to be on 80 carbs or less per oh, day. Oh, really? But that is not keto, right? Well, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say that... Sorry, yeah, thank you. I was going to say... I am not in ketosis. As low carb as I am, right. I am not in ketosis, um, which actually might be working but you against. Are fat adapted. Am I? Yes, you, you are fat. It does feel that yes, way. Yes, because you are. Okay. Because you're an athlete, and so you're right. combining the hit. You're combining the intermittent fasting. So that's when I. You said to me when we first met that I liked it. You said I try to hang out around keto, something like that. My diet, I try to hang... You remember you said something it's like just that? Very, I try to hang out in a... It's in the zone, but I, right. I, I certainly wouldn't... Me too. Um, I love that. No, yeah. I don't want to give keto credit, though. No, I Because I'm, I'm certainly yeah. not waking up thinking anything about right. ketogenesis. And you guys don't need to be buying ketones or testing your ketones or... Or, let's say this. Even if someone does want to go towards the keto diet... I mean, I just don't feel especially women. I it has been shown that women do not do as well with the keto diet. Yeah. Like for hormones, for hormones. For hormones. Sakes. Yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, you know, not that we're telling anyone mm -hmm. what to do, but it's like this is a real when you're taking out a macro, um, when you're shifting something very big, you know, you don't know what your genetics are doing. Like you don't know if you haven't done that work, right? Assuming right. that someone right. hasn't done blood work, they don't know this stuff about them. Right. And now you're going to go on this very right. extreme shift of a diet. Yeah. Um, it might not be this great thing for you, even though right. everyone's putting it out there like, oh, this is a shit, you know? And maybe even to further that, it could feel good and seem like it's in quotations working um, for, you know, a couple weeks or, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, they come to you because they're like, I'm plateauing or maybe I don't feel as good. Why don't, why is my energy as like, oh, because maybe your thyroid is in. Thyroid tanked. Your yeah. thyroid tank, because yeah. you you needed right. that carbohydrate right. because you're a woman and there's mm -hmm. something there. I don't know. I can't speak to or that as well as you. You're not able to get pregnant, or you can't. You skip periods, or I heard that. Get, I heard yeah. that actually, yeah. low carbohydrates, yeah, um, or like more of that diet is mm -hmm. actually not good for fertility. I was reading it on a study recently. Yeah, don't quote that. me. I read read it in a couple different places now. Yeah, and I haven't seen any long term studies. I have seen a few things that are pointing that direction for sure, and I see it in clinical practice. That yeah, it's not good for breastfeeding either. I've yeah. seen these women that uh, they didn't, they did it. They came to me after, but they're breastfeeding for longer than six months. Yeah, then they want to start losing the weight. So yeah, they're trying to do keto. Yeah, breast milk dries up. Wow. Well, because now you're you're limiting like something your body obviously needs that you need to be giving to that. Breast milk has a very specific breakdown of, of nutrients and macros that it needs to be for each person. Yeah. It's a different, little different from mom to mom, person to person, from sure. species to species, but 
we need to eat the way in a way that we can um, keep our hormones balanced, and that's where we're able to make the right breakdown for. Yeah, that makes perfect babies, sense. Right. Yeah, and I think the 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 kind of main takeaway from this area of our conversation is, you know, it just goes back to what we we say a lot. It's like, man, you gotta every you know your diet julie's body and roxy's body are two very different bodies yes and what may work for you is not necessarily going to be the best for me and vice versa right so here's the thing summer is here right and people are thinking uh, people always get more uh, you know conscious of body because more body is going to be showing during the summer right? right warmer weather and um, I think that, you know, so this is when diet and all this stuff starts to become more part of the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, you know, the idea behind, um, you know, that we're trying to kind of put out in this part of our conversation is, yeah, I mean, listen, if you want to go keto, it could be a great thing for you. Um, watching your calories could be a good great thing for you, could not be. Who the thing is, is that everybody is so specific. Your your body is your body. You, your genes are your genes. Your your levels are your levels. And so, no matter what looks great and what seems, you know, this person's claiming to be the, the best thing ever, doesn't necessarily mean that it's the greatest thing for you. And I think, you know, obviously there's a few things that we could do, but that see someone like you, an expert like yourself, do comprehensive blood lab, like the geek, you know, that I, the geek in me loves to do. Yeah. Also, though, and, you know, I mean, I'm very sensitive to my body for certain reasons because I don't, you know, I feel like I don't pollute my body with things. Mm -hmm. But I think that there's something to be said about being very sensitive to body and being very aware of, like, you know, kind of shifts that you're feeling, right? And then responding to them. Um, It doesn't mean you have to Google every single thing that you're feeling at every Mm -hmm. given moment, but just, like, staying in this level of awareness, right? So... Here's an example. Let's just say you decided that you're going to do the keto diet, right? Mm-hmm. Now you've cut the carbs and um, a female. We'll just focus right. on her. Right. Female decides, I'm going to do keto summer. I want to lose weight. Cool. And a couple weeks, you're feeling good. But then all of a sudden, you hit like whatever, like week three, week four. And you're like, God, you know, getting up in the morning just feels harder for some mm-hmm. reason. You know, um, the, the, the workouts that I typically can do just feel like less. Or why is the scale moving? Or maybe the scale's even going up, actually. Right. It's moving yeah. in the wrong direction. Pay attention. Yes. And then investigate. Yes. Investigate. Yes. It's like my favorite fucking word these days. I've yeah. got a lot of favorite words. Investigate. Yeah. I think you're never going to go wrong increasing vegetables. Yeah. You're never going to go wrong cutting out the processed foods right. in your diet. And I know that sounds so hard because you're like, everybody's biggest thing is what will I eat? Right. Think about like what people eat on farms. Think about, and we don't have to grow it, you guys. We just yeah. have to go to like Lazy Acres or Whole Foods and buy right. the meat or the fish. Well, and or- I also think that protein is such a huge um, focus. Listen, I start my mornings when I do start eating. I am always starting with a minimum of 30 grams of high quality protein that is going to fire me at least up. 30 yeah yeah at least 30 <clears throat> yeah because the thing is is like um you know and I am very heavily plant-based I was so happy yeah. about my magnesium by the way yeah when I saw that great. it was like yeah. dead in the middle yeah. of green I was like yes because yeah that you know regulates From over 300 of our genes right exactly so right. plants you know and anybody who follows me on Instagram you know like my ebook my recipe book it's full of plants However, protein 
we need it. Sarcopenia starts at yeah. whatever, like age yeah. 30 or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, you know, which is, you know, the loss of muscle. Right. We need muscle to just keep being as healthy as right. we can in our life. you guys literally just did that, traded your cereal and oatmeal and all that and did 30 grams of carbs and then added some kind of like, it, I know it sounds gross at breakfast, but either if you're if you're don't do animal protein do a good quality powder then well, you're gonna have so to one supplement. of the things that i yeah. do love to now that i'm i'm just recently reincorporating some low glycemic carbs into my diet mm-hmm. so i'm implementing like a pack of um, gluten-free oats in the love in the it. day right yeah. but what i do is i actually do i put a scoop of protein powder in there so i'm getting you know actually that the 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 macro can change but like it's anywhere between 10 grams of protein to 20 grams of protein depending on what else I've eaten already. For breakfast or first? No, time? I put that in my oatmeal. Oh, got it. So okay. in my gluten-free oats, I'm putting in protein my protein. Or eggs. And it tastes way better. Yeah. I don't oh, put yeah. eggs, um, oh. okay. which I don't think anything's... I've actually had the thought of it, I but... I used to put egg whites. Scrambled egg whites are a whole e- couple scrambled eggs in there. It's very bodybuilder. It's fast. Yeah. yeah, it's just fast and easy. And cinnamon. No, it's good. Yeah. I was just going to say, because yeah. you know what? Sometimes even just making a... Um, egg whites with cinnamon mm-hmm. it's so it good because yeah, you really can really manipulate yeah. the taste of mm-hmm. egg whites to be yeah. kind of whatever you want you can. but yeah so just um, um, sorry I was going to say though that it's so important to you know implement this high quality protein you know into your diet and not just yes 100% plants but I, I really I want to be a voice to the protein too um, oh yeah I mean both I just most people don't people are eat curious about my diet, and I'm gonna tell you right yeah. now, like yeah. a lot of I'm plants all yeah. day long. Yeah, she eats so a I'm, lot of veggies. You just told me I want to see your protein higher. Yeah, right. And I, it's like, no, I do. <laughs> okay, well, because, because of the I amount of and... muscle building that you do, I think most of us need to be higher in protein, unless you know you have a serious kidney issue. Yeah, and I do have one patient who functions at a very high level, like business wise, and has been on keto it's the only way he's been able to lose weight is for, until he came with me but yeah and his doctor he kidney stones and his doctor's like no you can't do keto because doctor didn't really know that much about keto and he is terrified that he was gonna you know get really fat again yeah and feel terrible again yeah. and have all this heart disease and the, all those stroke and no he's actually losing weight now eating carbs in his diet and yeah. he's like amazed oh wait side note let yeah. me just throw this in really quick um I mean, studies have also shown that carbohydrates, a lack of carbohydrates increases cortisol levels. Yeah. Cortisol can, you know, um, basically not just water retention, but actual fat gain fat around, around the, the middle. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it just, just to highlight the importance of, you know, that there is value in carbohydrates. It's a, it's all about what kind of carbohydrate. It's all about how much you know, like the dose. Right. And even timing, I think, is, is relevant. And how you pair it. So, and how you so combining. just eat carbs by themselves. Like, yeah. I heard this whole thing for about 10 minutes on food combining. That's another thing. You can't go in 50 different directions and then make a diet out of it. Food combining was a little thing for a minute in the 80s where people were like, well, you can't eat fruits with vegetables and you can't eat protein with either of them and you can't eat carbs with either of them. And don't even think about that. You need to keep your blood sugar balanced is the first and foremost. And that's a combo of protein, 
the complex carbs that you are going to eat and your healthy fat. Yeah. And then putting vegetables in there is the fiber. Yeah. So that not only Love feeds that. your microbiome, gives you all your nutrients, makes you feel satiated, balances leptin and ghrelin, which are your hunger and your satiation hormones, make you feel full. But it also keeps you going for longer without having to stop and eat because it it's fiber basically that's why Broken i love my baro nuts yeah, no, those too. yeah <laughs> baro nuts bag. do that as well you guys they really help yeah. they really do because i just um because they're so yummy and they have such great you know um such great amounts of fiber and protein in it and so it's like you know because listen Here's the thing too. This is why one of the reasons why I'm so proud of my my ebook too, the the recipe book because oh, it's rad. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I the thing is is that I am a solopreneur. I'm on the go. Like I told you, I'm eating my protein mm-hmm. pancake on the way yeah. here. I don't got time all day to sit here and just be eating and like you know. Okay, what's my every two hours? It's like no. I actually I tend to eat like this. I have two meals, you know, morning, um, anywhere between ten to twelve. Um, if I, if I feel like I need to eat earlier, I will. Um, but that's usually, you know, the protein, the fast, whatever. I have a good amount of food at that period. And then, you know, I will have my dinner pretty early, like around five o'clock, six o'clock, whatever, between five and seven, safe to say. Mm -hmm. And I might have, um, you know, I'll usually have like maybe a hard roll, not hard roll, six minute egg. There Mm -hmm. is a difference Uh in between with some, Baru nuts. Um, yeah. But the thing is, is that I'm not eating, you know, this perfectly balanced meal like every three hours. And I think that that is, imp- I don't know. I feel like. Yeah. And, because- no. and you don't have yeah. to. No. Yeah. Especially yeah. When you're getting the right. Right. Macros and micronutrients right. In. That, no. Thank you. No. That That's what I meant by your fat adapted. You're metabolically flexible yes. so that you're, were able to last on that airplane for a long time too. Probably you went maybe a little longer when you were traveling to Spain I definitely went longer. without having to eat and without having a meltdown. Like I know most of you guys who are dependent on carbohydrates and, and like, bread and crackers and even like, you know, Faget yogurt and all that stuff every couple of hours, you go four hours, five hours, you get shaky, right? You get hangry, you get irritated, you get spacey. Yeah. Well, Roxy and I don't get that at least. I know she doesn't. I don't get it. I can go maybe six hours before I start feeling like I'm hitting a wall. Yeah. I, I yeah. think for me, it'll vary based on my training because that is certainly going yeah, to Yeah. My exercise my dub, matters. My yeah. blood sugar levels and yeah. all of that. So there are times honestly in three hours I'm fucking hungry yeah but then there are times where I will go literally seven eight hours I mean again I don't even start eating typically until after 10 o'clock but I'm waking up at like five six o'clock in the morning right right so it's not I've been awake for hours already I've even worked out right so you know I think that will vary person to person and lifestyle but you're yeah yeah it's the big thing is like when you're eating when you're spiking your insulin Mm -hmm. you are going to crash and then you're going to want to you're going to need to eat more and right all that and that's why people who diet then are starving and thinking about food and then not even losing any weight because their metabolism as soon as you cut your calories too far or you cut your protein your carbs something too far your body is designed to keep you alive through famine so it's going to jack your metabolism so our bodies that, yeah. want to survive. That they is, do. They like, do. Especially women. Yeah. Ladies, 
ah, man, yeah. we just, it's, it's harder for us. It's a real thing, you know, because our hormones fluctuate, um, and our bodies are designed to survive so that we can keep this life force going. Right. Um, one thing I do want to say though, is, you know, because it is summer and because, you know, I mean, people do ask me a lot, like, how do you get the shoulders? How do you get the, you know, you and worked hard. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I work smart. Yeah. yeah I work you do. smart, you know, and I, 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 because I'm mindfully working smart, I'm actually able to work hard mm -hmm. consistently. Right. There is somebody to be said about, there is a time to diet. And I'm going to speak to that because mm -hmm. I went you know, like five years ago when I started lifting weights and started increasing my protein, I was in a deficit, mm -hmm. you know, because that, if you want to lose body fat, again, it's so complex. There's so many complexities to the subject. I also wasn't 200 pounds. So right. So we're talking about right. losing like, you know, whatever, like whatever it was, like five, six pounds or something like that. But because I was already in that place where I was lean and my diet uh -huh. was really healthy, um, I had to dial back. You mean cut calories? I had to cut yeah. calories. No, no, I didn't mean don't cut calories. No, 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 I meant, just, yeah, I, just, I just, I yeah, just want yeah. to, I want to say this because I don't want it to, I, I want to say this because there was a place and a time where mm -hmm. it all, you know, where this can make sense too. Oh, and yeah. I know that there are yeah. people who specifically are, maybe, you know, you're not 300 pounds and you don't have a sugar issue or you don't have, you know, but you're like, hey, I just want to kind of tighten up and yeah. I want to get more. I, yeah. want, I want my glutes to be more pronounced and I want my abs to be more. So, so how do you do that? Right. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Then you definitely want to look at what your calories are doing. You definitely want to look at, aside from obviously your food as a whole, but let's just Say you're already there you're eating, yeah you know generally a healthy good diet right you want to look at your calories you want to look at your macros especially with a focus on protein yeah what is that doing that's going to fire up your yeah. metabolism I just well, yeah you know you have to cut calories sometimes like some people are like i'm doing what you're saying i'm eating or they'll come to me i'm eating keto and they're actually are eating some veggies and they actually are eating you know good quality protein but when i look at a lot of people think that keto means you can eat as much as you want and that's why it appeals to people who are carb addicts because they can't stop eating carbs all day because carbs are addictive mostly but then now they're eating hamburgers all day or sausage or bacon that's a lot of calories you're going to gain weight i'm sorry yeah food. relation so that goes to the emotional and i'm yeah. the queen of guess what? You're going to a therapist if you want to work with me. So yeah. if it's an emotional eating issue, which many times it is, mine was emotional when I didn't know what the answer was as a teenager. And Food I was, a drug. yeah, it is a drug and it can become very emotional and we can all use it to, for whatever fill reasons, to numb something. out, to yeah. fill a hole, to, and just like with those kids, I, I, I'm worried about those teenagers that they're using food as kids because we're literally handing it to them and going here try this drug take a puff on these cheerios have some right. have some gatorade have some soda right, right? and then what do you think they're not gonna they're gonna say no when it comes around to beer and pot and other drugs yeah, a, no well, yeah, of course a, they're not a, gonna say no because then they don't gain weight too they're na right. now especially like cocaine speed they're gonna feel similar as food but without with losing weight they're gonna be losing weight right 
right yeah. so then we got to think well did we kind of set these kids are we as a society setting these kids up for that drug addiction of course we are especially when you factor in they're hyperactive because their diets aren't good they're on too much sugar and then you give them medication that actually is an amphetamine that's like, crazy to think right? about. Yeah. I mean, I, right. that's, it's deep. It's deep. Like, like it's heavy. And it yeah. all goes back to the fact that our government allows the people, the food companies to have too much say-so in nutrition guidelines. Yeah. And that's the 100% truth, you guys. Like, yeah. the Dietetic Association works for food companies. they literally sponsored by food companies. Right. They're catered by McDonald's sometimes. Yeah. Like, Coca-Cola gives money to the people who make our USDA guidelines. Crazy. No wonder we we're told to eat 6 to 12 servings of bread every day or grains or... You know, that's it's so nuts. I mean, the great thing here is that I think people are taking more time. I mean, anyone listening to this podcast is someone who is interested in taking kind of, you know, the reins in their own life. Like, hey, I want to learn more and I want to learn from sources that I trust. Yeah. Um, I mean, podcasts are kind of like the last frontier of information where, it, you know, we, we, we can't, you know, or it's not being funded necessarily. I, I mean, I can't it. speak yeah. to every podcast, but right. certainly mine isn't. Yay. Um, <laughs> you know, and well, and we do the, yeah. you know, we, we, you know, I'm very science-based, like mm-hmm. I love science-packed information. So this is not just like, there's no fad shit happening here. Right. And again, it's that's real. not to say that I know everything because yeah. science doesn't know everything. We're like right. continuously learning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we I, could, yeah. I think that it's so, um, you know, people who listen, I know, I know my audience are people who are just so interested in how can I continuously be performing in a more feel-good state. Mm-hmm. So let's even take away the word better, right? But right. just like, well, I'm just kicking ass more and more and more, and it's feeling good in the process. And the hard stuff, because we all got hard shit we're going mm-hmm. through, I'm actually able to handle it more, you know, better. There's more resiliency, all that stuff. And I think that, you know, diet is such a huge fucking part of it. Yes, you know? it is. It really yeah. is. You can't just go do the... I, I see you on your Instagram. I see you in person running on the beach. I see... <laughs> Like, I see you. You can't just go do that if your diet isn't good. You're just not going to be able, maybe when we're teenagers, maybe in our 20s, but beyond that, it's just not going to happen if we're not, like, putting the right fuel in. Yeah, and maybe I'll wrap up this conversation because you know me and you will go for five hours yeah. but i'll wrap it <laughs> we'll up be the only sink. ones left <laughs> i know i love it you so guys are awesome if you're still here by the way no, we love fine. you they're fucking yeah here. I, know, I know my people they're i here. know they are awesome no but i you know i'll wrap it up by saying that you know performing um for me is not just a physical thing it is a, an emotional thing is it, it's a mental thing um, I, I i've expressed this in a recent podcast too but i'm paying attention to how I wake up feeling in the morning. I literally start mm-hmm. my performance there. Mm-hmm. Do I wake up feeling like I'm fucking excited, that I'm ready, which doesn't mean that I'm sprinting out my bed. My bed is way too comfortable for that. <laughs> um, no, but you know, I, I do. I am waking up more days than not feeling ready to fucking go excited me too like just i want to attack i want to get into my process i want to drink my adaptogens Mm -hmm. like i want to start tackling my challenges like i want to figure shit out Mm -hmm. and you know go test my body all that stuff so i really want to start implementing that more into the conversation that it's not a physical thing necessarily or just a physical thing i'm really looking at my 
my attitude, my emotional state, because that is right. dictating so much in my of my overall performance in life. Mood. Right? Yeah. Which still is mm-hmm. going to go we're gonna go right back to that mm-hmm. shit is being influenced oh, yeah. by my diet oh yeah okay. like, i okay. love it i love it no no like, i know careful. It's, okay it's, we're done <laughs> i know it's time to go everybody gets a mood analysis when they come see me and and it's funny it really is a, a short one but really if there's any anxiety depression that stuff i will say i bet you it's gone in a couple months i love and it, it. almost so always is yeah yes. it's gone with the food changes yes. like and then it's easier to make better food changes when I'm not feeling anxious or depressed or and waking up and feeling excited is its own reward for all of this and if you are feeling anxious depressed having a hard time like really look at what you're eating because it might not seem like it's related but it almost always is related and then you at least rule that out right and I know I've said this but you know I think that people um, most people are looking at just kind of the the human, like, you know, I'm Julie and I live here and I like to do this and, you know, this is my job. And they're not taking the deeper look. And I understand this, but it's like, yeah, Julie, Julie, you're made of um, DNA, micro, Mm -hmm. you know, biome and, and, and you have a heart and you have lungs and everything is, there's like a system within Julie and a system within those systems and a system within those systems. (laughs) And, and what is that running off of? Like, what is the information that you were giving to this system of system of systems, which is food, right? Right. Food is a form of information to dictate then how you're feeling. Yeah. Exactly. And it's literally remember that. Like that is something important. And the cool part when you do start to look in that direction is that you're actually able to get out of your head more of like, oh, it's not just me. Like this isn't (laughs) just my identity. Mm -hmm. I'm not just this way. Mm -hmm. And you learn that when you start making changes. Right, like you said, right. and then it's exactly. like, wait, I just feel so much fucking right. better. It's right. like, well, sh- because you've yeah. changed the information that you've given the system of systems, systems. Right, and and try to be open to learning. Like, if tomorrow I learn that vegetables are hurting me in some way, I'm going to stop eating vegetables. Or if yeah, yeah. like I'm going to change my mind you're gonna and be I'm, agile with your body. Yeah, you're going to listen because you have a connection to yeah. your body. You're you're more connected to your body than you are connected to these ideas and these concepts. Um, even facts yeah, put out there. Right. right. May not always be facts. Science yeah. is not always science. It's kind of scary, but <laughs> news, right. news can be alternative news. So yeah, you never wh- know. what we think we know now might not always be. I'm not, I try not to get married to this stuff, but I believe in it when I say it. I know that for sure. Yeah. And um, most of the, the major stuff we've been pretty on on cue with. Yeah. And um, I just love that every day I get to get up and learn. Yeah, more about this stuff and how fast the science and the the studies that are not all biased are now coming because yeah. there's people giving money in that direction right. and people listening to podcasts it's and man. it's like we're yeah. realizing that hey where are we going here you know and right you know there's more illness now than there was before and there's just more <sighs> proof yeah. that we need to edit in a way that we can you know what that we're so that we can benefit right right like, there's did i say that right yeah and we have we have <laughs> yeah. these podcasts like yours where this information is getting out there now yeah and a, like a white like mind pump and yeah. all joe rogan all those people are putting out Your information favorites. from all the different sides yeah and 
yeah, like for vegans, for paleo, for keto, all of it is people just trying to get better. Right. We're just trying to be better. Right. When we know better, we do better. Uh, absolutely. Right? I think yeah. I think you were the first one that said that to me. When we know better. But really yeah, better. and I say it all the time the last couple of years, like when we know better, we do better. We just do. Right. Right. No, it's true. Like for, you know, I'm doing the best I can Mm -hmm. today with what I have, with what I know. And tomorrow that could change. Hopefully it will, because I'm always living with this kind of drive towards, you know, performing better, you know, like just kind of living from a higher expression of myself. But that might mean then that I need to learn something new or some, maybe some new, you know, external, um, stimulus has to come into my environment for me like maybe it's a person maybe yeah. there's could be a I mean? stressor or yeah something has yeah. something needs to change for me yeah. to change and then that will allow me to you know um be be able to perform at a higher level right so and we yeah. don't have to feel worse or less good just because we're getting older that's no, like I mean, the that's... most important that's a big myth people are like well i'm 35 i guess i should feel not good as good or start feeling so tired at 5 p.m. or 3 p.m. No, BS. I feel better now than I did in my late 20s, and it's because of some of these changes that I oh, made. Oh, I'm 100%. So, That's yeah. why I have my birthday post. I'm like, I don't even... I truly don't. Yeah, I don't either. I, you know well, I, I don't, don't. I don't feel age. I feel levels. Yeah. And I'm I'll, on fucking level 41 yeah. right now, and level 41 <laughs> is kicking ass. I just bench pressed the first day... Since I was nine years old, I was just curious, you know, and my brother was was doing it. I saw that. It was so funny, but it was like... You guys were hysterical together. Oh, I love it. I I love it too. Exposing my brother. I love it. And he's like, you gotta change your brain. Yeah. The same about how, you know, he's so serious. And the way he says it to you, I was like, uh, he's hardcore. Yeah. I I love it. I know. And you watched him and you did it. You listened. And then he's like, right before I'm going to lift the bar, all right, champ, let's go. And it's like, you Love know what it. he does? He yeah. fucking pulls the Rocky out of me. Yeah. It's like my Mickey. Get up, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Because Mickey loves you. <laughs> Mickey's not like, yeah. okay, we're going to, you know, it's like, and my brother's softer than that, but... You know, like I he's rad. I love it. Yeah, that. Emma loves him. But yeah. the, but the big takeaway was just that, like, here I am at forty one, and I hit a plate. I needed help on the way back up because my form was horrible, because um, I hadn't done it for years. But I hit one thirty five. And you know I'm 41 years old. Yeah. So whatever this That's age amazing. thing, it's just, yeah. Um, it's just yeah. It's just. I want to feel better every year. Yeah. I I, I expect to. You're kidding. And ass. so far I have. I yeah. know. Like I'm like I'm gonna learn how to skateboard at 50. I'm gonna learn how. To, like I have a whole list of things, and amazing. I just keep doing them. Like well, I'm just not gonna take no for an answer. Well, you're staying in student mode, and you're not following yeah. the general. You know, like <laughs> oh well, now I'm. Yeah. 40 so right. let's, start yeah. to go, let's go downhill yeah no, you're no. just like Mm-mm. no you're Mm-mm. staying inspired yeah. you're staying in this kind of growth mindset and right. um and that's a beautiful place to be so yeah love Yay. it thank I you love so you. much thank you for i'm so this has been so good yeah it's um, fun. so much more to come with you um throughout your instagram even though it's going to be in the show notes mm-hmm. what's your instagram again oh julie key nutritionist mm-hmm. julie with no e so much good facts there. I mean, you guys, Julie's been on the podcast a handful of times already. Mm-hmm. So much more to come. But yeah, thank you. I love you. It's so love so elevating. And I learned so much from you. It's just so much fun to sit at and, and wrap out with you. And if I keep going, we're going to be here we'll for another three hours. Thanks, so I'm going to shut us off Bye-bye. right now. Okay. Bye. <laughs>
Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And last but not least, if you you are interested in starting your own podcast or perhaps you already have one and you need help with you know editing your audio and the production of it I cannot recommend my producers enough resonate recordings you guys they are the bomb I rely on them they are an absolute supportive tool to me and my podcast so check them out and let them know that Black Belt Beauty sent you and on that note you guys I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next Oh,